best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. Hey, this is Kimber and here are today's best bits from Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. Kimber, do you get stressed as a former uh, school teacher when you see those kids on the Great Australian Spelling Bee and they're starting to panic about how to spell something? Delicatessen. You know, <laughs> you know, a delicatessen would be an easy one for these kids. It would, actually. It would be really easy. But, no, I, I, you know, these kids, they seem to have it together. I think they're pretty well-rounded, so I'm not too scared for them. Chris Edmund is the former head of uh, acting of the prestigious Whopper, of course. He's back. Well, we call it his home for so many years. Back in Perth. Chris, uh, you're part of the show, and welcome. Good to have you home. It's fantastic to be back. Thank you. Chris, you were the head of acting at Whopper for many years. Mm. This role on The Great Australian <laughs> Spelling Bee was probably not something you Anticipated. It, it was completely out of the blue and um, a complete shock. And, you know, when I was asked to audition for it, I went, no, I can't do this. It's <laughs> my world, you know. I yeah. teach actors being the other side of the camera, you know, the, the yeah. cameras and so forth. So, But after a while, they kind of twisted my arm and I did a Skype audition. Oh. <laughs> I read some words out and they said, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they, they offered me the gift. What was so it how that, bizarre. that twisted That's your great. arm? Did you just think that's something a bit different? Yeah, something a bit different as well. And they, and they were very persuasive because I think they hadn't found... The, you know, they weren't. They knew what they were looking for, and mm-hmm. apparently they'd auditioned lots of people and sort of, you know, some actors, and that hadn't worked. And they, you know, they ended up. And they thought <laughs> apparently the casting director, literally, who's a kind of a friend of a friend, woke up in the middle of the night and went, "Chris Edmund, yeah, <laughs> he's got a nice voice. Oh, he looks sort of professorial." Drag him in. That's what you need. Drag the old man in. Your first foray into TV, Chris, who was more nervous, the little kids about to spell or yourself? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, thank goodness we had a week's rehearsal because, um, you know, I wasn't literally, I mean, there were nine cameras sort of whizzing around and, you know, it was actually quite, you know, full on. And so I thought, can I do this? And then I kind of really settled down and thought, just do your job and get on with it and be as clear as you can with with the kids because they're so nervous. I think they saw me sort of jittery. Yeah, they're probably yeah. going to get worse. So I, I was, you know, I went to a great deal of pains to really kind of have eye contact with them, which you don't see on the telly really. But you know, when they came to the dreaded spell gate, right. I'd actually get eye contact with them just to kind of reassure them that I wasn't some sort of, you know, yeah, not a robot, monster yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I wasn't allowed to call them by their first names, you know, like so. Unlike ah. Grant and Chrissy, I had a, I, they wanted me to have a different relationship okay. with the kids yeah. just to have that distance. Right. And so you know, obviously Grant was up there, could talk, to, you know. Put you know, put his hand on the shoulder. Personalise it all. That you know, it was the desk and them. Right. Yeah. Right. So they 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 were a bit sort of. You know, <laughs> in awe to begin with, and but then you know everyone settled down, and they they were such beautiful kids to work with. You know, such lovely, lovely people. Mm. I mean, you would have seen that look in actors' eyes for a hundred years. You know, I, like we you step up and no, really knock yourself out, and you see this desk in front of you, and you go, oh. And so so many Whopper students have said that you know because there've been some pictures of me sort of looking a bit fierce. I said, we remember that. Yeah. <laughs> they said bitterly. You know? You're such a kind man. You're so terrifying it's on that audition day. A look in my eyes. And like, you look. like you say, doing your job again. <laughs> well, that's right. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was. So, it, so it's, it's been, uh, you know, quite an extraordinary such a thrill to do, actually. And, you know, a privilege. Right. And uh, going to a second series, we heard... Yesterday yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Sort of an announcement from ten, yeah. yeah and, so, and so, I mean, how are the the pronunciation of words? Is I mean, you're often reading out words we've never heard of, and I yourself. Know, I mean, I how ha- are you researching that? Well, what happened every morning because I was incredibly paranoid, obviously, to make sure I got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every morning I got in at seven and sat down with two people from Macquarie Dictionary, yep. and we literally on the computer all the words came up that may come up that day, and we oh. laboriously went through them. 
one by one. And, and so, you know, and they'd say no, or that's got an alternative pronunciation. Oh, and wow. So, you know, up on my screen would It's a lot come. of work. That's a lot of preparation, it's, isn't it's it? It's a lot of preparation, mm. but, you know, I think we all want it to be secure, particularly something like speed spell, whereas mm. I had to say the word, the kids had to say the word, then spell the word, and then in what we call the war room where Macquarie were, they had their they had a camera on the kids' mouths and they very quickly had to say correct or incorrect, which would come up on my screen. Right. So everyone was working at this incredible wow, rate yeah. of knots and you know, that was the most stressful for everyone. Yeah. Because it had to be you know, they had forty five seconds and so there's a you know, you'll see there's a tiny brief pause while I look at my screen <laughs> before I say correct or yeah. Do you so find these kids in 2015 even more outstanding and, and astonishing in that yes. people are talking about language and people are talking about spelling because of spellcheck, because of the technology? Yes. These kids are extraordinary, aren't they? They, they are. And uh, I mean, what's been lovely, I actually went out to dinner with some people last night who had um, uh, young kids and they said it's really changed them. And actually, they do have their noses in dictionaries and mm. are reading more and glued mm. to the screen just because, you know, so I think it's great, you know, that, mm. you know to celebrate in, in a sense do spelling th- and literacy and reading. Do you think? Spelling, spelling is built in, or do you think that it's learned? I th- I'm not quite sure. I think it can be learned. Hmm. Um, I think it's an interesting topic at the moment, as it, or has been for a long time. You know, should schools really be rigorous about spelling, mm-hmm. or does it actually, you know, inhibit creativity? So I think there have been lots of questions about it in the, you know, in educational terms. Yeah. So, um, and there was a kind of theory that these kids, you know, if you, you, they're, they're like robots, they just learn them. But in fact, they were very creative thinkers, I, I found. Yeah. Very interesting young people. So, mm. you know. Good. How'd you go with Grant Denyer? Because whenever Grant comes in here, he doesn't want to stand near me for photos. <laughs> he goes, I'm five foot and you're six, six. And I get lost. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're a big bloke, so. I am. Yeah, no, he was great. He's funny, isn't he? Yeah, he's, a, he's such a lovely. I, I had enormous respect for him because he was so... You know, he's so professional mm-hmm. and so at ease in that environment. And, um, you know, I wasn't. And so he helped me. And I learned a lot from him just watching him. So that first week of rehearsals, because, of course, we had to have quite a good, you know, relationship, if you'd like, mm-hmm. you know, because he was throwing the words to me. So we worked that out. And um, But just his professionalism was great. And he's a very funny, you know, very yeah. funny man. He's very well. generous, isn't he? He's very generous. Mm-hmm. And so I think, it was a, I think it was a good team because we were all so different. And has such different functions in the show. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Chris is backstage doing the the mum, you know, sort of when they yeah. come off in tears or not in tears or euphoric or yeah. whatever. How can she put them in tears? No. That's right. That's right. <laughs> From the brutal pronouncer. <laughs> <laughs> pronouncer is in the building. Yes, that's right. We can't let you go without uh, just mentioning Kim and I are going to see Pan next week. Um, can you go and see a movie with Hugh Jackman in and, <laughs> and, and not feel some kind of – is it still surreal or are you just used to it now? Um, I'm kind of used to it now. I mean, I'm so, you know, so proud of what, what he's achieved and he's – such a fine actor and such yeah. a beautiful man. And you, you mentioned know. professional. I mean, you can't get much more in, no, in Hollywood. Absolutely. Terms. And a, another person, you know, whose work ethic is just extraordinary, mm. you know, who, who is. And that's what I like, you know, with, with Grant. I think that's what makes people different, you know, that yep. attention to detail, that obsessiveness in a way yep. to get it right. And he's always had that. So, you know, no wonder he's uh, done quite well for himself. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. Chris, good to see you. Can you spell Kimber for me? <laughs> Actually, we might throw him a curveball on that. Oh, no. <laughs> Interesting. No, please, please. No, we won't I can pronounce them, I can't spell them. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Good to see you. Thank you. There were all kinds of things happening on The Bachelor Australia, from uh, tackling sheep to Texas line dancing to uh, what else was going on, Kimber? It was just all happening, really, wasn't it? Snez for president is oh. where I'm going with this. Zana's on the line. <laughs> hey, our local bachelorette. Welcome, Snez. How are you? 
I'm very well, thank you. How are you all? Snez, Good. thank goodness we finally got a WA contestant in a show that we're really proud of. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> we want you to go all the way. Now, Snez, I've, I've got so many questions for you. I don't even know where to start. I'm the biggest Bachelor fan out there. But yeah. are you girls styled? Because surely you did not all pack 14 cocktail dresses to go into this house. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, for the cocktail parties, we, we are styled. We were able to wear our own dresses if we brought them. But, um, yeah, no, the majority of us were styled and we did wear our the gowns that they gave us. But for our group dates and things like that and single dates, it's all our own stuff. Oh, so for the group date, everyone just happened to have a white singlet T-shirt. Funny that is so you can bob for apples and get wet. <laughs> Exactly. How convenient. Yeah, that yeah. wet T-shirt competition just worked out so well. <laughs> yeah. So, Jana, how weird is it and how long does it take you to get used to or does it ever, do you ever get used to having those cameras around when you're trying to have an intimate moment with Sam? Do you know what? You do actually forget that they're there. Um, yeah. Clearly, Sam and I have forgotten a few times that they're there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, you do forget. You just get accustomed to constantly having a camera in your face and it's just... Part of the furniture after a while. Mm. Well, Snez, we know that you've got a nine-year-old out, you know, in, in your life. So are you able to actually yeah. talk to them while you're on the show? Are you, like, how much contact can you have? Look, yeah, production was great with that. They were really understanding that and um, that I hadn't been away from Eve ever before. Mm. Um, and they let me Skype her a few times a week, which was really good. So um, she could see how I was going and I could see how she was going, Um I could run through homework with her or, you know, when my nieces were over at the same time and she was being naughty, I could still tell her off. So I could still do the mum things, which was really good. So they made sure that we had a lot of contact while I was in the house. So it was really sweet, yeah. Nice. Do you actually get such an, um, basically a link with the girls, like a connection with the girls, that the tears that you see when someone gets eliminated, that they're actually, it's actually genuine? Because I saw Emily crying last night. Yeah, no, it is. Um, we spend so much time together. You're with each other 24-7, basically. Yeah. Um, you wake up together, you go to sleep together, you spend the whole day together. So you do develop that really close friendship really fast. Um, and, yeah, definitely the tears, the tears are definitely real when one of the girls goes that you really have, you know, become really close friends with. Snez, what are you doing in the house? Well, like, what, like, well, you know, I know the cameras take a lot of filming. I know that, you know, yeah. that, that goes on for hours. But what are you all doing? You're just sitting around talking? Yeah, well, basically, yeah, we're either sitting around talking. Um, it's a nice day we're out by the pool, uh, watching movies, reading, um, eating from a box of hidden chocolates in our room. So you like living yeah, the dream. like that, just normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, which is why I enjoyed it so much. So I loved it. <laughs> Sounds like making TV. So it's good. called Hurry Up and Wait. That's what it is, waiting for the next yeah. scene. <laughs> Hey, Snezana, good to talk to you. All the best. Uh, this is bizarre. We're in 2015. Thank Who would have thought you. at 7.30 in the morning when the news is on, you made the news. You're on the radio. Well done. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> and Thank you. Just quickly, Snez, too, if, if this doesn't work out for you and Sam, we, I've got a bunch of friends and I, we would just like <laughs> to be your friend. We just want to hang out with you. Oh, <laughs> that'll be great. Maybe you can show me around a few places in Perth because I very rarely go out. Okay, so. cool. All right. Game on. Some of the good spots. <laughs> and this all the best. Clazzy Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles. Our first catch up with Prittis since the Derby. Oh, firstly, mate, congratulations. Do you guys have to be so damn good? Oh, thanks, guys. It's, uh, 
yeah, we haven't won for a long time, so yeah. it's uh, one one is nice. I missed the derby. Mm. Word on the street is you played like a pack of champions. Uh, would you do it all again the same? What would you have changed? Anything? No, we were pretty close to uh, the way we wanted to play. We had a distinct plan that we went in the game with, and to the boys' credit, we fought really hard for four quarters, and we got the job done. But you know, mm. they were coming hard in that second half. Yeah, yeah. That last quarter, mate, it sounded like there were a hundred thousand, not forty-three thousand there at Subi when the, the Dockers finally got within seventeen points. How did you feel out there? Because I know you were all tired. Yeah, you're obviously tired, but you've just got to do everything you can to, mm. you know, to get the team over the line. And everyone just played their role, and we, you know, our backs were fantastic. They stood real tall. How mm. were the the crowd? Did Perth impressed you? Everyone was on their best behaviour. Yeah, <laughs> mate, Perth's always good. <laughs> <laughs> mate, one thing I didn't realise until I saw him pushing back and forward with Matthew Pavlich on the weekend is how big Elliot Yo is. He's a big kid, isn't he? I always thought he was just a fairly thin kind of midfielder. Yeah, he's a really strong boy. He, yeah. um, he's the modern day. Uh, they talk about the the big midfielders that Freo's got, and he's probably the only guy that we've got in that, that category. He's 190-odd uh, centimetres and just really, really strong. So he's playing an important role for us and go through the midfield, and as you saw on the weekend, he, he went back for us in the second half and played an important role. Yeah, absolutely. And big win. I mean, how do you celebrate as a team, and how does that differ from how you celebrate solo? Oh, it's it's funny. Like, we, we sing the song... We have a quick chat, and then yep. it's pretty much moves straight into Everyone just gets in the car and goes yeah, home. <laughs> basically. So it was a Sunday game, so then you're rocking up Monday, and yeah. you're, you're preparing for the next week's game. So that's AFL footy, and um, that's exactly the way you expect it. And you mentioned the Bulldogs. They're a good young team, and they're in really good form. They kicked the 12, first 12 goals against Melbourne on the weekend. I was watching that. It was, yeah, like, it was quite freaky to watch. They're playing an exciting brand of footy. They're really attacking. Their defenders are, are proactive, and their ball movement is is really good. It's allowing them to kick mm. you know, huge scores. So we'll have our, you know, our work cut out for us. Mm. We know that we've got that rivalry between the Eagles and the Dockers, obviously. But I, I sort of, I, the boys laugh at me when I say this, but I think that both teams would in some way want the other team to succeed just so that we can take over the grand final, so that we can have Eagles play, play Dockers and whatever, Melbourne, you're welcome to show up if you like. Yeah, I'm definitely of the same opinion. I, I think it'd be great for WA to get two home finals in the first week and then Obviously, if we can both get to the grand final, it'd be huge. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, made a bunch of tall defenders out. You, when you've got your fairest and best out, then you've got Brown and McGovern and, and now Will Schofield. Is Will out with a tweeting-related injury? Or? Yeah, he's, he's pretty sore. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how he goes later in the week, but it, it's looking unlikely. Hamstring. Yeah. You played that with a straight bat, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I think is cute, though, is that in the papers today it says that mum said that he had to remove the tweet. <laughs> like, that hilarious. is awesome. You know, if there were more parents now still yeah. saying to grown adults, hey, you know what, son? What you've done there, not appropriate. Take it down. That's brilliant. <laughs> Take it out of there. Hey, mate, good luck on the weekend against the bullies. Yeah, thanks, guys. The best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.